Welcome back, everybody. We'll talk about Trump's battleship park cancellation, the Medical Cannabis Commission, and the evictions moratorium. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. You probably heard at some point that there would be a rally featuring former President Donald Trump on July 3rd at the USS Alabama Battleship Memorial Park. And then we found out that no, there would not be a Trump rally on that date at that site. AL.com's John Sharp reports that the Parks Board of Commissioners have since May been seeking legal opinions on having a potentially partisan political event at the site. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey is the honorary chair of that commission. Her administration made it clear that the governor did not play a role in stopping the rally from happening. Ivy spokesperson Gina Mayola said the governor doesn't believe state law would prohibit the event and that she encouraged the Board of Commissioners to get the state attorney general's opinion. Alabama AG Steve Marshall did not deliver an official opinion on the matter. He said the event didn't seem to be, quote, associated with a candidate for office, so it wouldn't cause a fair time issue at the public park. At the same time, he warned against restricting free speech just because you know who would be speaking. But the AG said his office simply didn't have enough time to turn around a formal opinion. So the commission ultimately decided that the event would be considered partisan and that it's a no-go. Tim Russell sits on the board and is a former Republican probate judge and former mayor of Foley, Alabama. Quote, I don't understand why some are making a big issue out of the battleship's position. Those naval ships are not ours. It belongs technically to the U.S. Navy. You cannot go to a Navy base and hold an active rally using governmental property. To me, and he made reference to aircraft that are on the grounds there in the park, those aircraft are on loan from the Department of Defense. I seem to be more concerned about that than some of the non-veterans who don't understand that issue. End quote. Hey, I got one. A doctor, a pharmacist, and a banker joined a marijuana group. Don't worry, they weren't figuring out how to finance your next surgery. Alabama's new medical marijuana law specified that the governor appoint people from those three professions to the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission. And AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that Governor Kayabi has made her appointments. They are Dr. William Siliski Jr., a Montgomery pulmonologist, Sam Blakemore, a Birmingham pharmacist at Children's Hospital, and Dwight Gamble, a Headland Bank executive. And now the lieutenant governor gets three appointments to the commission. The state senate pro tem gets two, the state house speaker gets two, and the agricultural commissioner and state health officer get one each. Also, the state attorney general and secretary of state each get to appoint one non-voting member to fill an advisory role. The Alabama Association of Realtors' emergency appeal to let landlords issue evictions was rejected by the U.S. Supreme Court, reports the Associated Press. Last year, there was a ban on evictions for those who don't pay their rent. It was put into place because of the economic uncertainty and lack of business activity because of pandemic-related shutdowns. Without the moratorium in place, there could have been millions facing eviction. Employment figures have largely bounced back this year, and the evictions ban was scheduled to end this month but the Biden administration has extended it until the end of July and warned that there wouldn't likely be another extension. 
Obviously, if you're a landlord, you might not think that decision is optimum for your situation. So the Alabama Landlords Group filed the emergency appeal. The liberal judges on the court voted to keep the moratorium, and four of the conservatives voted to end the moratorium and allow evictions to restart. Chief Justice Roberts voted with the liberals, as he's known to do on occasion, and the swing vote this time was Brett Kavanaugh, who said that while he agreed that the moratorium stretches the CDC's authority, the short extension will allow time to see distribution of federal money that's been appropriated for rental assistance, See, there's almost $47 billion in the pipeline to fill the gap here. So the thinking is that it would be less than efficient to have people lose their homes days before the help arrives. So hang in there, property owners. And for those who have been paying your rent this whole time, well, way to go. Somebody out there appreciates you. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us whenever you can. We're on the internet at (laughs) al.com. (laughs) 